Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. Today's movie is Jason's Lyric. I watched this movie on Tubi and it came out in 1994. It has lots of crime, lots of drama, like those are the genres. And then, you know, a little sprinkle of romance. But the romance, like this movie is a romance, but the romance is not as big in the movie as the crime and the drama. Like there's so much going on in this movie, but the romance that is there is steamy. And speaking of steamy, this movie is rated R for sex and nudity, violence, and profanity. Our director is Doug McHenry, and our writer is Bobby Smith Jr. And our tagline for this movie is love is courage. Our director, Doug McHenry, has mostly done producing, but has directed House Party 2, Kingdom Come, and Borrowed Moments. Bobby Smith Jr., our writer, has done There Are No Children Here, Their Eyes Are Watching God, and Christmas at Water's Edge. Our main actors in this movie are Alan Payne, who you may have seen in House of Pain, New Jack City, and The Perfect Storm. And what's funny is I saw Alan Payne in The House of Pain. Like that was what I know him from. I don't recognize him in anything else because House of Pain was like one of the last things he did. And so I thought he was, you know, coming into acting. Meanwhile, that was definitely not the case. He's done many movies before he starred in the show House of Pain. I thought that was funny. Um, and then we have Jada Pinkett Smith, who was in The Matrix, Kingdom Come, and Set It Off. I love Jada, and her in this movie is just amazing, okay? Amazing. And Kingdom Come is one of my favorite comedies. Like, I can watch that movie over and over again. If y'all haven't seen it, y'all should. If I can find it anywhere, like on a streaming service, then I will review it just because I would love to watch it again. It's been a while. And then our last actor that I'm going to go through here is Bokeem Woodbine. He has also done Queen and Slim, Fargo, and Crooklyn. Our production companies for this movie are Propaganda Films, Polygram Filmed Entertainment, and the Jackson McHenry Company. Propaganda has done Twin Peaks, 90210, and The Game. Polygram has done Matrix, Fargo, and The Usual Suspects. And the Jackson McHenry Company has done New Jack City, House Party, and A Thin Line Between love and hate. Now, what is this movie about? You are probably wondering. The description that we have on Tubi is, in inner city Houston, a man from a struggling family finds love and hope with a woman named Lyric, but secrets from the past threatens his future. Our description from IMDb is, two brothers, survivors of family tragedy, take different paths, different life paths. One falls for a high-spirited waitress and dreams of success. The other one follows a life of petty crime. Their lives reconnect in shattering fashion. And let me tell you, these descriptions are very different. And it's like comes from a struggling family can be seen multiple ways. But I was not thinking survivors of family tragedy was the route that we were going in. Um, this movie, like I've already said, was pretty intense. So yeah, yeah, it, there was a lot going on. I The IMDb description is way more descriptive and kind of lets you know what you're getting into. And the, the description on Tubi kind of lets you think that like it's it's full-on romance here like no this is a real life movie okay when I first heard of this movie I was told it was a romance and it was good and like I'm not knocking the fact that it's a romance and it was good but like those were the things that I was using to prepare for this movie and 
just like thinking about the title, you know, I thought there was some music in here or something. No, the the woman's name is Lyric and his name is Jason, Jason's Lyric. And so like, yes, that, you know, when you realize that these are two people, it makes sense. But, you know, when you're naive and you don't know, it don't make sense. So the storyline of the movie was very easy to follow. Um, it lets you kind of see exactly what is going on. Like there is really nothing left out. It is not like, you know, like intense secrets and lies or anything. And one thing I actually did appreciate about this movie was that there was not really secrets and lies. Like things were really open and it's just goes to show like you can have a good movie that is not full of people lying to each other, you know? And so, um, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of feelings watching this movie. Like I would get really upset and I would get really happy. And it is just, this is not a movie that you could just throw on and be like, I'm gonna let this play in the background or, oh, I just need something to watch. Like, no, like this movie, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I can't prepare you, but you kind of need to be prepared for what's gonna happen. There is family tragedy, there is crime, there is love, and you are just rooting for them throughout the whole movie and you're actually unsure whether or not they'll make it and so yeah that's why I say like it's it's a real life movie it's you are straight up seeing like someone's story and like this is what I like about older movies is like they are told from a story perspective this isn't just a movie to try to get you to watch to the end so that you find out what happens this essentially could be if somebody told me this was based on a true story I would believe it and yeah I thought it was a really good movie I would recommend it. Um, I think it's especially good if you um, are feeling tied to your family in a way that you cannot live your life without making sure that they're good. I think this movie will kind of open your eyes to um, how that sets up your life. So yeah, I'm ready to get into these spoilers. So I'm gonna leave it here. And if you guys have already seen it, please follow me into the spoilers. If you haven't, you know, I talk about everything. So um, let's go. I think that this is a wrap. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, aka spoilers. Hope to see you there. I am just going to get started. I love a movie that starts off with the characters young because it allows me to really get to know who the characters are and I get to like be a part of their life so that I understand why they grew up the way that they did. And like these brothers, you know, they got it hard, but they have a bond. And I'm, I was really happy to see that because in my mind, it would be hard to have a bond with your sibling because one of them knew what life was like before the dad went away and was like, you know, drunk and stuff. And the other one does it. And so like you, regardless of, well, you try to raise them the same way, but essentially one of them is a part of a household that has both their mom and dad and everyone is happy and doing good. And the other one has their mom and dad, but they're not together and everyone is on edge and freaking out all the time. So it's like, yeah, I already know that they have, they have to grow up dramatically different with different views because of that, that one thing. And then like, I'm over here feeling bad for Mad Dog too, because he is just suffering. He just feels like he is nothing. And like, 
yes, in this moment, in this, you know, the way that you can see him acting in the movie, he is nothing. This man is so aggravating. But you also kind of get a glimpse of how that started. And I, you know, I'm I'm not in the military or nothing, so I can't say what his mindset was like. But just looking at that and him coming back and, you know, his leg and it's just you can kind of see how he would come back and things would be harder for him, especially because things, you know, when you're supposed to come back, regardless of where you're supposed to be coming back from, the loving care that people are supposed to give to you, you don't always get. So it's it's kind of hard to kind of wrap your mind around that when you're back and you're supposed to just assimilate to the norm. When that's not your norm anymore, are you dealing with all these things that you were dealing with, but life was continuing to go on without you? And so then, you know, I'm feeling all these feels and And then it just, it gets worse. And then Mad Dog shows up at the house and then he gets shot. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like this, this is too much. It's too intense already. And it's like, they try to make it seem like you don't know who shot Mad Dog. But I know, I knew that it was Jason. Like you could, you could tell because Josh was wanting to shoot him, but you know, they mama didn't want nobody to get shot. Jason was trying to protect his brother. So you could kind of get the feeling that Jason was the one who did the actual shooting. Um, and everyone was just, you know, struggling after that. And then we fast forward to the future or the present, I should say. And, um, and Jason is going to get his brother Josh out of jail and Josh is in and out of jail. And it's like, okay, so we know we know where this is going. Jason is the one who's trying to get his life together and get out. And Josh is the one who's in and out of jail, ain't doing nothing he's supposed to. And it's funny because um, as you're watching this movie, you see how things were when they were younger does not change. Like their environment doesn't change when they're older. Everybody is still doing the same stuff. My mom always tells me when you get addicted to drugs, you live in that like that time period forever. And it's like, they don't progress anymore. And like, you could see that in this movie, like everybody is doing the same stuff that they was doing when these guys were kids. And it's just insane. And Jason, you know, he's trying to get out and go somewhere else and start his life because he, you know, he ready. And Josh keeps screwing it up for him because he also got to take care of his mom. And it's like, I feel like if his mom wasn't around, it would be different and he may be able to leave. But I mean, his mom not being around, it probably could have just made him attach himself to Josh more. So there's no telling, you know, people always say, I'm waiting for somebody to get their life together or, you know, if, if my mom is good, then I'm good to go. And like, that's not the case. You, you always look for excuses to stay when you feel like you, you got to be there for that person or whatever. And so, um, Josh comes home and they having a party for him. My man is drunk. And I'm like, it's so crazy. Like you hated your dad. And like, now you over here acting like him. And I was like, this movie is just going to be sad because I thought Jason was going to leave. I, <laughs> I thought Jason was going to go and he was going to meet Lyric while he was at his new job. But now, you know, he ain't, he not taking his new job because he want to stay back and take care of his mom because his brother is just all of the stuff. So 
Then we get to the romance part because Jada come in. I'm yes, I'm gonna be calling her Jada, but I'm also gonna be calling her Lyric because sometimes you just gotta you just gotta, okay? So Jada come in, stealing the show, and then they talking and he was like, you know, like where can I find you? Or I wanna see you again. And she was like, if it's meant to be, you'll find me. And I'm like, okay. I'm already in love. You know, I love me some really good one-liners. I'm a sucker for them. If it's meant to be, you'll find me. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's <laughs> they live in like a smaller city. So the chances of him not seeing her again is slim. And I just, I love that even more. And then you fast forward to like her working. And I wasn't sure if it was her brother that she was talking to because he was just nasty. And I was like, men are just so nasty and dirty. And it's like, you really see that in this movie. Like, can we please get a grip? Like, oh, disgusting. And, but these hairstyles, they kill And I love watching older black movies because these hairstyles, these things I have never envisioned before, but it'd be so nice to see. Now, there are things that I will allow in a movie or in a book, but never in real life. And one of those things is following you home. This guy got in his truck, followed the bus, and then followed her home, you know, trying to take her home, but she was already at home and just talking her up. And like, yes, in a movie, that is so like, yes, I want that. In real life, you like know that it's super creepy and I will call the police on you. But in this movie, it was romantic. He, you know, got somebody flowers and everything. And I'm like this this is sweet i'm loving the way this is going and he you know my man was just over here spitting game talking about if you go into the market i want to be in the same aisle like get out of here <laughs> i was so into it okay i was like yes this is the start of something beautiful and then you know they end up meeting and they get to spend time together and i'm like this is so nice and i'm i'm just like you deserve this Jason, you know, whatever, whatever. It was great. And before we get to the next cute scene in the movie, of course, Jason has to go back home. Josh over here got money from drugs and made them a whole nice dinner. And moms went and threw all the food away and was like, you ain't about to feed my family with drug money. And I'm like, dang, why you gotta be like that? Like, I get it. But why you gotta be like that? And then of course, Josh gonna tell her, I understand why you got beat. And then he tried to punch his mom in the face. And I'm like, excuse me, you are, what? Like, how could you hate your father so much for being this way? And then you grow up and be just like him. I am like, I was disgusted, okay? I was so mad because it just, why is that a human thing to to become the thing that you hated the most when you were a kid? Like, that is just so dumb to me. Are we supposed to be evolving? Are we supposed to be getting better? And no, we turn right back into the, the thing that we hated the most. Disgusting. So, and then I was like, why does Josh even have to be a part of the story? Like, can we be done with him? And it's like, this movie, this is why I have all three of them listing as the main actors because this movie was about the three of them. It was about Josh's life intertwining with Jason's who is trying to be with Lyric. And I'm just like, this is just... Mm. Is too much. And then, you know, my man, back to the cuteness, my man Jason rented the bus and took the girl to a picnic at an abandoned train station. I'm just like, ah, this is so cute. I'm loving it. And I was like, Jada, you got some dreamy eyes. She is really killing the game in this movie, okay? I'm like, everybody was crushing on you when this movie came out, hands down. And then 
you know, they had a real intense steamy scene, but we're going to skip right over to that into the nightmare of the carnival night. And I was like, I know that we're peaking. We're coming to the part of the movie where things are supposed to get like really annoying um, and something bad is supposed to happen. But I did not think it was going to be messed up like this. And I'm like, this movie is so cringy. And it's like, they be trying to deal with the cringy by wrapping it up with like some romance. And I want to say they didn't get me, but they got me. They got me. So you at the carnival, they having a good time. And then he get on, he, you don't know who I'm talking about. Josh gets on the carnival ride with Jason and Larry and they all like squished together. And Josh is trying to, you know, touch Lyric and Jason is like, what are you doing, man? And so when they get out, Jason started beating up Josh and I'm like, I get it. But like, this is not the area, but also like you've hit your limit. So once again, I get it. And Josh is like, you not, you doing this in front of my crew and Jason, oh my God, that set off another issue and so Jason chewing him out beating him up and now his brother is I know it he's just about to be reckless and so he about to go do that job but he was like nah I'm good I'm good sticking to my drug selling and but no now he gotta prove a point so now he gotta go do this other job and honestly I've already said it but Josh just irritated me so much in this movie like why you gotta be like that and but you never know what's going on in somebody else's life and so you have this this issue where Josh is going through his own mental battles and you know he trying to stay in the hoods trying to stay his you know got my crew whatever whatever but he's not trying to do nothing bigger than that and so um then Jason pushes him further to the point where he's like okay well I gotta be better so now I'm about to go do this job that I know I'm really not qualified for and then you got Jason who's been dealing with his brother and his reckless his whole life and you know he feels like indebted to him because you know that's my brother I gotta take care of him that's my family and but Josh is simultaneously ruining his life and so I'm like this is just this is just too much and so then after this nightmare we get another steamy scene I'm like how y'all gonna do this to me because you know honestly I thought Lyric was gonna be like I'm done with this I said you went too far no, she went and found my man and they had their moment. And I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. You want me to finish this movie to the end because I really want to end it. But y'all keep throwing this romance in here. Like, hey, don't forget, this is what we really are. We're a romance. And so then what happens? <laughs> then I'm like, Josh is going to get everybody killed because he over here being foolish because now he's going to go try to rob a bank with Alonzo and his crew. We know good and well Josh is not in the right mind to go rob a bank, but here he is thinking he could just do stuff, being goofy, thinking everything is a freaking joke. And there is nothing I can't stand more than somebody who can't take not one thing in their life seriously. Everything is not a freaking joke. I'm not, I'm not going to go there though. I'm going to be right there because I can already feel that I'm getting heated about this. I, let me finish talking about this movie. So then he lied and told Jason that, you know, I'm not going to rob a bank, blah, 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 blah. And, oh, because Lyric went and told Jason that Josh was going to help rob the bank. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it, yada, yada, yada. And he went to rob the bank anyway. And, but before that, Jason was talking about getting on the bus and going wherever. And Lyric was so excited. And I was like, Jason is probably going to die soon. Because when they 
they talk about like leaving and being done with their life, whatever, whatever, that's, that's when they don't make it. So I was not feeling good about the last bit of this movie. And so then we got the bank robbery and freaking Josh kills the owner of the TV store. And I'm like, this ain't fair because like, what if he was gonna, what if Jason was still wanting to work with, I mean, like, it's not fair because he shouldn't have died anyway, but like, what if Jason wanted to try to go get that job? Like, you know, was there still time? Cause it seemed like everything was happening over a matter of days, but no, you, you done killed his boss. And then, oh, and they about to kill, they, the Alonzo and his crew is about to kill Josh. And instead, Josh gonna say, oh, it was my brother's fault that I didn't make it there on time, blah, blah, blah. So you go out here and put your brother's life in danger like that. And so then, of course, now things are getting crazy. And this movie is graphic, but not like in a gory sense. It's just, it's, they're, it's so intense. Like you, I don't know, it's like you really are able to feel the emotions based on the acting and based on, um, uh, yeah, I guess it's really just based on the acting. Like it's just, there's <sighs> a lot of feeling going on. And so Jason is fighting Alonzo and I'm like, no, why are you doing this? You're going to die. And then it turned into Jason was just beating up Alonzo. And so he dipping out and Lyric and was like, I can't go. And like, he explains what happened. And Lyric is like, baby, you didn't kill Mad Dog. Like, I mean, you killed Mad Dog, but it's not your fault. Like, it is okay. And, you know, he go home and mom's is like, you didn't kill Mad Dog. You know, he, Mad Dog never came back home. And like, it was just, it was sad. It was intense. <sighs> but like, Josh, I don't know. It seemed like he was having a come to moment and because Jason had helped him when they had like slashed up his stomach or whatever. And then Josh overheard Jason talking about leaving with Lyric and Josh went crazy and went to go kill everybody. And so then the ending scene I'm like, I, I've said it a million times. I should have had a counter of how many times I said this movie was intense, but this ending scene was crazy because of course, Alonzo was not there. So Mad, uh, Mad Doc Josh came and killed the two people on the crew, went up there to go kill Lyric and was like, you making my brother leave me? And I'm like, this ain't right. And he shoots Lyric and I'm like, Lyric is dead. It ain't right. This movie is too much. And Jason is like devastated. Like he carried this man, I'm uh, carried this man, carried this woman all the way up the house, you know, and was just you know, sobbing over her and Alonzo crying. And oh my God, I can't even remember Lyric's friend's name, but she crying and I really liked her. And uh, what's his name? Josh. <sighs> Josh killed himself. And it's like, you could tell in that moment, like Josh, he he's like not wanting to live, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain because he's crying when he shoots Lyric and he's like... I didn't mean to, like it was an accident. And that's why I'm like, dude, stop, you know, don't point a gun if you don't intend to shoot it. That's important in gun safety, people. Um, 
But also Jason is like, I'm not even, I'm not even doing this with you. I'm going to pick up Lyric and I'm going to take her out of here. And Josh is like, you know, just kill me. Like, that's what I deserve. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, it's too late, man. You so, oh, so like gung ho about your life. And you just over here crapping on everybody else's. Like, it's not fair. And, and I'm like, Jason can't do nothing with his life because Josh then killed everybody in their life. And like, yeah, the mom is still there, but the mom is all, you know, she got her own things that she's dealing with. And this movie just goes to show that you can't live your life for nobody. You need to, if you need to do something for yourself, for your own mental health, then do that. You are not entitled to to be a part of somebody else's life. Like you aren't, you cannot live for them. And it's like, even if you have kids, like, yes, there is, there is a lot, you do have to take care of them, you know, but there is a, a line that you should not cross when it comes to, to yourself. But Lyric survived and I had to play that scene back three times because I couldn't tell if she had a bandage over where she was shot or if he was imagining that she was there when he was on the bus because that's how crazy the movie was. Like I was like, nah, he's imagining this. So now he now he hallucinating her while he's gone. But no, she survived and you know, they got to live. I mean, they got to go and whatever. But it's like, it was sad, okay? It was it was real intense. And honestly, it makes my heart hurt. But that's what life is like sometimes. Like if you just, if you forget that your life matters, you could, you know, you could end up in this situation in a different form. But yeah, that was wild. Please let me know what your thoughts are. I am done talking about this movie. And it's probably a movie that I'll never forget. And that's probably why people talk about it so much because it's a movie that stays with you. I'm just glad that they ended up together and they got to go because their love was really nice. It was like, oh, it was a really good point in this movie. And honestly, if this was just a, a crime drama, I don't think it would have this big of an impact. And I honestly don't think I would have recommended it if it was, but because this was a romance, it, you know, it hits me different. So let me know what y'all think. You know where to find me. Thank you for listening today. I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. So look for me on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Chatty Sisters. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, share it and leave a review. Now, you know what I'm going to say. If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.